The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hood. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And how about that fresh new intro we got? We did, it. yeah. We flew Justin personally to Orlando on the C- CP Rundown credit card and made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything in Orlando. He flew first class, recorded, and left. Yep. That's he pretty flew much it. straight here. <laughs> He flew straight here. He rolled up to my place in a convertible, recorded, and then drove home. The funny thing that is, sounds like exactly like lie. our neighborhood announcer. Not gonna lie, <laughs> love yeah, it. By the way, um, like hopefully, uh, you guys can notice the difference as well because uh, Santa gave me a gift down the chimney a little early, and uh, I got a new microphone. So hopefully, Did he also use the CP rundown credit card. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope not because that thing's about maxed out. Yeah, uh, yeah I keep paying it down, and everybody keeps borrowing it. So I think Evan's up next. <laughs> yep, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Anyways. so it's it's been like two weeks since he recorded. Um, if we're gonna stick to that two episodes a month quota, we got to get in now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. Month is month is going by. Month is definitely going by. Month is almost halfway over. Sadly, yeah, and then it's a new year, uh, but I'm Christmas. excited for the new year, so, you know. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, happy well, Hanukkah. We might be Hanukkah. able to squeak one more in. I'm not sure yet. I think we will. I think we will. After what news is supposed to drop possibly within the next few weeks or so, I think we will. Yeah. Uh, just and to, finals week is over for me, so we're good. Well, I So I do fly back to Ohio next Thursday, and I'm not taking the ooh. podcasting gear. So if we're going to get another one in, it's got to be before next Thursday. Okay. Fair. Okay. We will uh, make sure that we do a little meetup for you at Kings Island, and uh, we'll have a bunch of fans that will just you know be greeting you at the airport. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I am flying into Detroit, though, so not really close to any parks. Well, you know, well, that sucks. We'll make it happen. But anyway, <laughs> you could be like the cool kids and go to Cleveland, but you know, Cleveland is so far away from my house that it is closer to fly into Detroit. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like an. It's like a two hour because I had to drive to Justin's house. It was about two hours. So yeah, to DTW, I'm about an hour and a half, and then Cleveland, I'm over two. Well. Ooh. Anyways, we're recording, so <laughs> getting a little. <laughs> little off topic yeah we'll save this for when the patreon drops so (laughs) wild mouse big update evan you want to you want to throw us some update to wild mouse um i mean it's done (laughs) that's that's (laughs) what i got to say it is done track is done there's a cute um homage to wildcat at the top of the lift hill if you look at the webcams you can see it uh it's kind of like blue it's like the new age blue streak cupola cupola whatever it's called, yeah, but it's no a cat, idea. like scratch, like trying to like grab your little mouse car or the cheese. Specifically. Yeah. I think that looks so. really cool. Um, I'm excited. Like I, we saw it in the renderings and I was like, Hmm, I wonder if it's gonna, you know, 
if it's going to do justice. But when they posted it, when Tony posted the pictures of of, of it and everything, looks great. Looked really yeah, good. You know. And if you look at the webcams, you could see that um, Grand Pavilion is really coming along nicely too. Looks really yeah. really good. Uh, Tony was at the Great Ohio Coaster Club event, um, and they uh, they he was he was talking a little bit about um, the Grand Pavilion, and I know a lot of people were asking, and we were asking as well, if you'll be able to enter from the Grand Pavilion on the opposite side, like on the outside of the park, the boardwalk area, and the answer is no. Yep, the answer is no. You're not going to be able to, to enter into the park from the Grand Pavilion. Um, but what what is kind of cool, and they showed off a little bit of pictures, was you're able to walk underneath the Grand Pavilion under the boardwalk. So that's kind of like cool how it like ties in. There's like a over like an overhang where you can kind of like sit and look at the lake and stuff and everything. And Tony and that said that there's over the actual physical boardwalk. Right, right. And then Tony also said, you know, there's supposed to be like a restaurant on the on the bottom. They they're still finalizing the menu, so they haven't like really a full service restaurant. I, that's what I got from it because when when he said that upstairs is going to have a bar and then it's also going to have like a quick serve restaurant. So yeah. So why would he make that distinction if the bottom floor isn't going to be a full service thing? Right, cool. right, right. So that'll that'll be really cool. And then also also he's like, you know, you can go to the bar. Or, or whatever and, and grab a Coke or grab, you know, an alcoholic drink or something and then sit on a seat or whatever and just look at, you know, look at the lake look and look the at the view and stuff. Too. And then also he said that he 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 also said that the, he was really kind of sketched with the whole giant wheel. Why is it staying? We should have moved it kind of thing or something. Mm-hmm. But he said that's one of the coolest spots because they was able to get a tour the other day, he said. But he... He was able. He's able to see, and all you see is the giant wheel, like on the opposite side. And he said it's a really cool view. All you see is like the park landscape and the park, you know, everything around it and stuff. So I'm excited to, to see that and see what what comes about. And and yeah, so you know, it's funny that he had the same opinion of giant wheel staying as we did. Like, uh... well, well, yeah, it's it's kind of like well, you you put that new that new awesome you know Grand Pavilion in over there, but then it's like blocked by the giant wheel but i'm i'm excited yeah. to see so you cool. know but yeah so i think that's i think that's about like the big update and everything that, that you know that i heard from at least for that so the great you ohio know, coaster club holiday party i'm still yeah. really excited about the grand pavilion and like don't get me wrong i'm gonna love going up to that bar on a hot summer day and just sitting and relaxing and having some drinks but, nice lake breeze. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wonder why. Because remember, like when Gatekeeper got put in, and then we ripped out the the all wheel sport stadium and all that stuff. And the the excuse was to open up that view of the lake. And now we're closing. <laughs> and now it, we're completely closing it in. And again. now we're closing it back <laughs> yeah. in. I guess though that that this provides like the point of the Grand Pavilion is the view of the lake, though. Yeah, and I mean, so, like... Uh, give and take, I guess. Well, and at the end of the day, the pavilion's going to be a lot nicer to look at than that giant concrete stadium. So, like, I get it. It's just... Or it, disaster transport. Yeah, or yeah. disaster transport. It just made me scratch my head a little bit, but I'm super excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be... Cool. It's definitely going to be a really, really good addition to the park, I I believe. Everyone's I'm like, oh, they're, they're the getting a stupid ride and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and we did get to see, uh, like where 
um, Scrambler was, and also Matterhorn. And we, we literally saw just blank land. It was just, there was just dirt. So, yeah. He, he brought pictures of that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well, pretty so excited. we'll be seeing those two pop up on the webcams like really soon then. <laughs> right, like, right. In their new spots, Atomic Scrambler. <laughs> you got you to <laughs> right? call it a proper name. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, cool. interesting. And where was that? Uh, Great Ohio Coaster Club Christmas party at? Uh, it was it. It was in Akron at like a pizza uh party kind of thing. So and that's something it was like they, a pizza place, I guess you could say, like a pizza party planning pizza yeah. place or something. So and that's something nice. they do every year, right? The what? That's something they do every year, right? Yeah, they do. They do a holiday party pretty much every single year they've done it i th that was our 30th anniversary for a holiday party wow at least that's what it said on the thing so yeah it's really cool because uh you know you get some some cool like they give you a lot of free stuff that's all I know. yeah they give you a lot of free stuff you get like you know some prizes and things like that some free tickets to things if you win stuff and everything so really cool and, and plus like don was there you know we got to hear a little bit about um you know, we got to hear a little bit about what Kings Island's doing and stuff, and like the theming that they're wanting to add to Adventure Express. Hey, let's 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 uh, let's talk about Kings Island because we are a Cedar Fair podcast. Let's, okay. let's hear what Don said. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what exactly he said, but he said some of the theming that they're going to add, they're hoping to add to the Adventure Express, the like the new, you know because it's getting up upgraded and everything mm -hmm. is they're wanting to put some of the theming that they thought to put on the ride when the ride first opened and it never made the list it never even never came to fruition so he okay, was saying cool. that they're going to add some stuff that like it's going to be really cool and then they were going to add some stuff that was supposed to be on the ride but never made it on the ride so i'm like i'm i'm i'm, in, I'm very i'm excited so if we look at some of the original concept art we'll see some of this R right yeah yeah so um, and then he also was talking about how, you know, obviously coaster stock um, tickets will be going on sale. I think he said like the first or second week or so ish um, in January. Cool. Um, so I'm super yeah, pumped you know, for that. Maybe you shouldn't have said that part. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> so did you get to see any other um, fans or friends of the show? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, we got um a bunch of people came in through or whatever, and they were you know they came and they were like, hey, you know, love the podcast. You know, thanks for doing the podcast, and it's kind of getting me through, you know, the off season and just listening yeah. to to you guys. And and they also said, you know, our, you know, we, we're we're critiquing ourselves and we're really hard on ourselves. And there's like, you know, I've listened to some podcasts and stuff, and they're just kind of boring and just kind of blah, and their audio sounds really bad. But your guys' sound like really good. So just you know, just to give you guys a, a heads up, yeah. So they uh, they they enjoy enjoy hearing us, which was really cool. So and then there was another um, Christmas party that I always enjoyed when I was an employee at good old Cedar Point. But did you get to go to the Screamster Christmas party? No, no, I didn't. Unfortunately, not. That's disappointing. I know. Yeah, I had to. I had. I had a real. I have a real job, and yeah. I didn't get done with my real job until really late. So that's understandable. That you know. But yeah. So and then, uh, if we want to go right into um, more updates. I guess with uh, what's what's next on the list, um, real quick, since we're talking about it, 
uh, back to Cedar Point, uh, Tony did talk about uh, winter chill out, and he didn't say exactly what was going to be changed with winter chill out, but he said that it was going to be more accessible to people, and he says that we won't be buying tickets. And I'm like, huh, well, you won't be buying tickets. I'm, so I don't know what that means. He said more details will be coming very shortly. So he said within three days, and that was on Saturday. So give or take, maybe we'll maybe we'll hear it this week kind of thing or something. We're, I don't know. But I mean, so they can definitely fit more people into winter chill out than they do. Like, I understand uh, that. I understand that traditionally, like, it's a day. And the employees go with their time. But, I mean, how many times – I mean, I know you guys do the early groups, but I always go for the latest group in the day. And it seems like there's times where I'm walking around and there's no one within, like, a mile well, of me. Yeah. Even when I do the early group and I'm there all day with, you know, basically all the groups in the park at the same time, I rarely run into anybody. Like, I have the park to myself. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not normally one for overcrowding, but I definitely think – they can a couple f- thousand more people in there wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah, same. Like that's right. That's exactly how I feel. The only thing logistically is like food and the Q and A session, but I'm sure they could figure that out. Right. I mean, the only thing that I like, I wish that they would do is maybe extend it. Maybe it, like if they're gonna have all those people and stuff or whatever, maybe they extend it a day or two, or a weekend or something. Like, I mean. I don't know. I it, it, so so yeah. So I'm. That's why I'm like. Well, maybe we'll be able. Maybe this this new this big news story for winter chill out will drop, and then we'll be able to do a new episode, another episode before Kyle decides to fly down here on Thursday, and we can record something and talking about what details is is that. He did also mention, by the way, that Wild Frontier Nights are awesome favorite like adult themed cool experience coming back, They're coming back. They're it coming is back. coming back yeah that's is great it's actually coming back so that is the cool. best event that they have done that period yeah that was they, a lot he, of fun. someone asked like how much the price would be he didn't know the price offhand so yeah and then Similarly also really price i would assume and then also really quick um he did say that uh, the grand pavilion will be I don't know if he meant like the upstairs like fast food kind of restaurant thing or whatever or the bottom. He did say that someone asked if it was going to be on the meal plan. He said yes. So I don't know what that entails. So. This this reminds me a lot of the the uh, the place at Bush Gardens Tampa where the bottom is like that Serengeti outlook and like the draft bar and there's a couple of quick mm-hmm. services and then upstairs there's a lounge and I know there's not a restaurant up there, but if you if you go sit up there because that's their pass holder lounge. If you go sit up there, they'll they'll bring you like all the food. So I wonder if it's something like that, where it's the same food from downstairs, but you have like a dedicated server, maybe. Maybe, yeah. That'd so cool. that'd be super cool. I haven't really seen any concept art from the inside yet or anything. So I'm I'm curious to see what uh what happens, you know. So, yeah. but that's all. That's pretty much all I got from that uh, GOCC party and well, what Tony now you have. Some- now you have some cp rundown updates for us too <laughs> yeah so i just keep talking to it i feel like it's uh it's a lot me today uh, no yeah That's so okay. i'll be talking a lot about Winterfest. so that, that, there you go we'll we'll split that up but yeah so we are obviously selling our cp rundown calendar 
Uh, if you order it now, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to get there before Christmas because they're printed on demand and then they are shipped from the company that we print them from right from their door to your door. So I don't think it, but, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, it might. If you order like tonight or tomorrow or whenever this this airs, um, it might get there by Christmas, but there's no guarantee, unfortunately. But, but we have for sold... yourself, it'll get here by New Year's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have a new calendar for New Year's. So, you know, if you guys order something and you guys don't get it by Christmas, I can always send you like a cover photo that you guys can print out and be like, hey, it's coming. You know, you can put it on, put yeah. that under the tree as you know like kind of like i've totally done that before like sorry this hasn't gotten here yet but this is what i did get you (laughs) yeah yeah so that way someone's not not feeling feeling left out Mm -hmm. um or anything so but that's pretty much all i I mean uh, i thank you so much for all the all the sales that we've gotten on the calendars um it's been one of the better years yet huh i'd say so that uh i know at the uh the holiday party they did a lot of people did say that they liked the um the front graphic they they were like how'd you get that photo i was like well i was like the vp evan was able to get a sunrise tour on Uh, raven and uh you know so they were like that's so cool i'm like i know right i was like i saw that actually just a good picture yeah (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, I was like, that is a great picture. Plus, you know, it it's cool because it showcases a lot of the park, but then it also showcases Rougarou, which doesn't get a whole lot of love. Or it's always got that one freaking picture of the hill <laughs> and the loop, and then that's literally it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> can you please take a different picture of Rougarou? So, yeah. There's your little... <laughs> TED talk for yeah, that's my that's take TED different talk pictures of Rougarou. <laughs> take different angles of Rougarou. Yeah. You actually, get in line for the ride, and you will find that there's some really good angles of it. From yeah, there. you can take some if good. You wait yeah, you and road the actual ride every once in a while. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or for instance, you could ride um a Snake River Expedition. Uh, before yeah. the trees, the leaves grow in, and you could take some really because I actually got some pretty good shots um, riding the boat or the train, for instance. The train ride's actually pretty good too. Yeah. So, you there know, you go. that's that's our... for all the hate on Rougarou. I freaking love that ride. So yeah, me too. So you know. there's everybody's homework for the next year is for next year's <laughs> calendar and get yeah. us better pictures of Rougarou. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Kyle, do you, uh, how about you? Uh, you take the floor and you talk about your Yeti update. Yeah, so I kind of dropped the ball on this one, and that's like a hundred percent my fault. Uh, you know, you guys came to town, we had some other people here, and then I've been really busy lately. So the Yetis are going to be ordered this weekend. Uh, we have decided that we are going to get the twenty ounce version, the smaller one, because the logos look a lot better on there. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I know it's been weeks at this point. Um, but we do have the messages of people that reached out and said they wanted to get them. Um, yep. So we will probably be reaching back out to you once we find a solid price and just to make sure you're still interested. Um, I did find that we're we're most definitely not going to qualify for that group rate because you have to order 50. And that's just, oh God. yeah, that's not feasible for us. No. Um, yeah. So uh, today is Tuesday. I'm either going to be posting the podcast tonight or tomorrow. Uh, if you listen to this before then, and you want one you have until like Sunday afternoon before I put that order in. Uh, so please reach out to us if you haven't. And if you already have, we're going to be reaching back out to you just to make sure you're still interested. Uh, they should be around 30 to $35 uh, per tumbler. 
Um, and that's just because we have to pay like a logo artwork fee. Uh, so they're a little more expensive than you would get them in the actual store. But um, yeah, we're going to be, once you do confirm to us that like you actually want one, we will send you the available colors right now. I think there's like seven or eight different colors. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, this Sunday is, is when we're going to put the order in. Sweet. Exciting stuff. It is, yeah. So get on board if you uh, if you want a mug. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah, like I said, this is going to be a one-time purchase. I don't think we will ever offer this again. Probably not. We might do something different, but probably probably not. Yeah, this I mean, again, so as long as like the as far as this specific um, product and logo, because who knows, we might get a new logo. Uh, this will probably be the only yeah. time you can get merch. Yeah. So. Maybe then it'll be, be kind of uh, cool it'd be kind of cool. Maybe we'll come out with a, a giant Yeti cooler to buy next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, for the the low low price of four hundred dollars. Yeah. So during yeah right. Rundown Yeti cooler. <laughs> during Coaster Mania oh, you, or Coaster Stock, you can come out to one of our cars and get a free bottle of water out of the Rundown on Fun <laughs> uh, Tundra. With a sticker, <laughs> yeah. with a sticker on the cap. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, so where's where's Kyle, Karsten, and Evan? I'm looking for that free bottle of water. We're like, eh. <laughs> like running around the park hiding from people. Yeah. In all, yeah, in all actuality, first, like we hadn't bought we hadn't even bought bottles of water, so we're just hoping that no one takes us up on it. Right. Just <laughs> an angry mob following us around the park. Right. Right. Good lord. But yeah, oh, I love man. it. That's my little update. This Sunday is when we are gonna put that order in. Sounds good. So All right, Evan. Well, cool. So you're speaking up. of kind of speaking of Kings Island, coaster stock, whatever. Yeah. That was really, really poor transition, yeah, but you, it's fine. I know um, we haven't done this in like two weeks, but you need to get better at that. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, I was I've been to Kings Island twice for Winterfest already. And sh- uh long story short, I'm I think this year is probably their best for Winterfest. Wow. It is also busiest. It has been mm. both times I was there opening night and obviously not a great smart move on my part, but I also went this past Saturday <laughs> with pretty nice weather. I think the park was busy enough that it would have been busy with like full park operations. Wow. So, yeah, it was slammed. Um, but that's really good to see because that means the park is making money. Yep. So I don't know. There's... It's not totally really anything different about Winterfest this year. It's all the same rides that we've had the last, I don't know, since it opened in 2017. Um, but Mystic Timbers is open. Flight of Fear is open. A lot of the flat rides are open, especially in Coney Mall. And um, if you count like Shake, Rattle, and Roll as Coney Mall. And then Planet Snoopy, Boo Blasters, that's all open. Uh, Mystic Timbers is running great still. We were even saying on Saturday how it literally feels like it's running as fast, if not faster, than a hot summer night Ooh, for some okay. reason. I don't know what the heck they do to that ride. Um, I didn't get the tree. I probably rode that ride 10 times over the two visits, and I didn't get the tree mm. once, but that's that's all right. Um, the food this year is out of this world. Yeah, talk a little bit about I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that they don't have the, the buffet at... Uh... Yeah, so yeah, the I, I, I haven't tried too. anywhere near... Any like all their new food. Actually, I don't think I actually did try any of their new food. But so of the stuff that they do have that's um, Christmassy or new or whatever. First off, Hank's Mexican Grill, which is in the what will be the new Adventure Port area. Oh, that's still yeah. open. Yes. 
Um, you could even still walk along the midway there and look over the fence and wow. see the dirt. That's going to be or, a quick turnaround for them if they close yeah. in January. And open they've in only April. got like, it's Three only months, like a 70 or 80 and a half day months. layoff kind of thing until they open yeah. back up kind of. Well, so the reason I feel like is because they couldn't do Winterfest without Hank's mac and cheese bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Incredible. I've gotten that twice. So good. Um, so you well, I've had... mac and cheese or loaded fries. I've, I was just say I've had like over there um, by Diamondbacks Drop. They've they've got across across mm. the s- street from the funnel cake place. They've yes. got like the place that they have French fries. Well, they get sweet. I got I've gotten sweet potato fries mm. with maple like maple syrup, and then there was also ham that was drizzled all yeah. all over. It. So stinging good. Um, yeah. So all that stuff is still there. Um, and I believe they have like a ham and cheese poutine type thing with their fresh cut fries. Ooh. They have like a giant loaded baked potato. And I think all this stuff is on the meal plan. I didn't get a chance to try there. Um, the mac and cheese bar, a slash French fries bar. I mean, it's literally, you have four different types of cheeses even you could choose from. There's like a, a beer cheese, a regular mac and cheese sauce. There's like a spicy cheese sauce. And then there's every hot topping you can think of, like grilled onions, grilled peppers, I think sauerkraut, uh, you know, chicken, beef, this, that, whatever. Wow. All the cold toppings you can think of. Uh, a bunch of different sauces. And, like, then at the very end, there's, um, like, sprinkled stuff on top. So, like, um, breadcrumbs, pretzel pieces, barbecue chips, uh, pita chips, a huge wow. collection. I mean, it's really, really good. And it's it's not necessarily unhealthy. They have a lot of healthy options there, too. Like, I was noting that you could pretty much make, like, a broccoli chicken um like Alfredo type thing with the noodles. Okay. Um, so that's at Hank's. Um, so then Coney Barbecue is the other place I frequented a lot. They have pulled pork, which is their normal pulled pork that they have during the summer, but it's super, super good. I mean, just mm. in general, it's probably the best park pulled pork they, I've ever had. They have ham, they have turkey, they have stuffing, they have all your kind of, you know, homey, Christmassy, Thanksgiving meals. Um, they give these little, they're like mini red lobster cheddar biscuits with every meal. Oh my Ooh. god, they are so good. And where's so this good. one at? Coney Barbecue across okay. from Acer. Okay. Um, hmm. and then I I know Chicken Shack does over by Banshee does it like garlic parm wings during this time of year. And then like you were saying, the place by Diamondback. What is that? Yeah. Rivertown Potato Works. Um. And then they have specialty hot chocolate at Grader's. They have like a blue ice cream hot chocolate. They have a raspberry chip hot chocolate, which was fantastic. Um, a s'mores hot chocolate. I love how I only ever talk about food on this podcast. <laughs> it um, sounds good, though. You know. And then and then Skyline is open, of course. La Rosa's is open. Um, you could still get your funnel cakes. Oh, the French Quarter, which they changed the name of during this time of year but it's the little place right under the eiffel tower kind mm-hmm. of like by chick-fil-a they have they have a shepherd's pie i believe oh okay. and chicken and dumplings which sound great do they still and, have um tom and chi offered no tom and chi tom and chi becomes a hot chocolate stand for the oh. refillable mugs okay. um and then brew house so in years past they did have a buffet and that was like really 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 good um, mm-hmm. They stopped doing that, unfortunately. And it's pretty much just brew house with a couple extra holiday items. So they have a, a, a meatloaf burger. 
Okay. Which people have been raving about, and then a fried bologna sandwich, and some sort of empanada that I can't remember the type. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a crazy like fan of bologna, but I'm gonna have to try that. People say it's really good. Oh, Hmm. and then if you do want a buffet, they do have like a really hoity-toity one up in International Restaurant for like thirty-three dollars. I was just gonna ask if they still did up in the International Restaurant. Okay. Yes, I can't remember what the menu is, but it's, you know, it's fancy. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it one year. It was really good. I would love to do it, but it's it's up there. It's expensive. So. It's like 30 bucks, I think, or so, right? Or something like that. It's yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, but, but you get a lot of, like, carved meats and things yeah, like that. So, I mean, it's very, it's like, you pay 30 you get, bucks, but it'll be really worth it, you know? You would pay 50 bucks for that type of meal at a real right. restaurant. So. Right, right, right. Plus, I mean, you get the cool view. You know, you're in the international restaurant, and so you get yeah. to see, you know, the especially the, once all the, the lights come on and, going and the lights this year are better than they've ever been. The whole park <laughs> seems really, really densely decorated. Like I was kind of talking when I was at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, the lights weren't great. There wasn't a yeah. lot of lights. Yeah. Um, no, Kings Island knocks it out of the park. It looks so good. Um, we yeah. also decorated cookies over at Mrs. Claus's Kitchen, which is actually just the main gift shop on the left side of International Street, the Emporium. They kind of cut it in half and make it a cookie decorating place. That's a lot of fun. 20 bucks, you get four cookies, and they're giant, and they taste good. <laughs> and they give you a nice. ton of frosting I think, and sprinkles. That's so wait, fun. You, did you say you get to decorate your own cookies? Mm-hmm. I literally would probably be like, oh, I'll put the frosting right in my mouth and be like, well, this so, I, you know, my cookie doesn't <laughs> so have So they frosting. give you four <laughs> cups that are like probably – two or three inches tall filled with different colored frost. So there's a white, white, red, blue, and green. You get I'd probably, four, I'd be like, excuse me, can I get a refill on my frosting? It's all over my face. Frosting. <laughs> it's so good. And they have a bunch of sprinkles too that you could add. Oh my and gosh. And those cookies of course are in like, there's a stocking and a tree and a snowman. I think there's a fourth shape, but they had ran out of that when we went, but okay. yeah, Winterfest is super fun. Uh, Did you, you see any shows? We did not because it was so busy. We didn't get a chance to like get through the park and do. Well, like, you said you saw at least the parade, needed. right? We saw it from Coney Barbecue as we were eating, and we were in that like enclosed. They like enclose the outdoor seating and make it nice and heated, and it's That's not nice. really the most see through because <laughs> it gets dirty. Yeah, but we did see the parade go by, and it looks it looks nice. Um, I was kind of laughing the beginning of the parade song. Well, the parade is all christmas music but the beginning of it it sounds exactly like the intro to the cp 150 parade i was telling you karsten yeah yeah but um, do they do do anything the floats look really good too do they do anything on international street like kind of how they did with the uh fun fireworks in 50 so the parade goes through international street or goes up to international street um but other than that they just have the um the tree lighting ceremony at 5:30 which okay i guess i did we did kind of watch that just cuz yeah we are happen to be there but i've That's heard cool. a, a lot of good things about their shows too um mm-hmm. particular i don't know the names of them but the one in the fest house oh that there's one, special food in fest house too i don't know what the one in the fest house is uh tinker's toy factory okay hmm. so i've heard a lot of good things about that one yeah, and that one's, one in that the one's been there King's for Island the, theater i'm pretty sure tinker's has been there since winterfest became a thing again in 2017. I'll have to check that out because I'm going down there this weekend. So, Cool. Good, Sweet. Good. 
so yeah, I don't. This is like the best year for Kings Island's Winterfest, and I feel like it's only going to get better with the addition of Adventure Port next year. I feel like those rides are primed to operate during the winter, and hopefully, maybe Don, if you're listening, if you could pull some strings and get us Adventure Express too, that would be so cool. Oh um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like that thing would valley with how like down in there it is. Yeah, maybe. Let them send it and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. what's going to happen is it's going to valley on the <laughs> opening night when there's 50,000 people there. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, opening night this year was like 60 degrees. It's definitely operated in colder than that. True. Yeah. Or, hear me out, throw some wheel heaters on Orion, and we'll, let's go for it. <laughs> and not have it for the spring? That'd be great. Six, six Flags <laughs> sends Nitro in like 15 degrees. That would be I was just cool. about to say something about that because Six Flags, if you haven't noticed, doesn't do any of their coasters anymore for any of their, their no, no, holiday in the true. parks. That's not true. Six I mean, Flags, okay, they do a little bit of their coasters, but I remember when they first announced it, they were like, the whole oh, park's open. Park, it's great. Yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah. Nitro, Jersey Devil, Green Lantern, and Superman are all open. Wow. And Joker. Running one train. <laughs> okay, but like when it's 15 degrees out, do you really need more than one train? <laughs> and do you really need to ride a coaster when it's 15 degrees out? Do you really need to go to the park? <laughs> do you really need to leave your home? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, anyway. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to segue into something more more, <laughs> positive, more positive than we just left Six that. Flags. <laughs> We're, we totally love you still. Yeah, right. But, Six um, Flags. Yeah. I'll have you know, I have been a Six Flags pass holder since 2019, and I have not been to a Six Flags park to even process the damn thing. <laughs> oh, man. Whose well, fault is it really, though? That, that is Dean's fault. over Georgia. No, right? because I bought it at Great America, so I have to process it at Great America. Can't you just pay, like, a difference or something? Probably not anymore. I don't know. Maybe they'd be like, you know what? You've had this pass not processed for five years. Whatever park that you visit, just go process it somewhere. I don't know. I better be able to process it. I'm still paying for it. They charge me every (laughs) month. (laughs) They're like, well, thanks. (laughs) They take $12 a month out of my account. And you'll even get the upgrade because you paid through COVID, right? Yeah, I did. Well, the thing is, is 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 they're like, um, they've changed their passes like every every month. They change their passes and stuff. So now, like your pass, my pass, or whatever, like doesn't include all the parks. It's just like, okay, it's just your home park, and that's it. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb, you know, dumb, dumb. Anyway, like that three hundred dollars that you've given them over the last three or four years, that's the entire maintenance budget for their coasters. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's, that's why they, they can't. That's why they can't afford anything different. I don't give them enough money every month. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of affording things, it's Christmas time. All right, that it's one holiday. Was, See, that's how you do it, Evan. That's that how one you was do it. better. Bite me. <laughs> so, uh, so we we all were tasked by Kyle. Uh, he gave us a little bit of homework to come up with some cool, at least one gift idea that the parks, Cedar Fair parks, are offering. So, Kyle, you go first. Yeah. So. We, we thought this would be a kind of a fun, like for that Cedar Fair fan in your life, uh, you know, cool things that you can get them that won't necessarily break the bank. Um, I think we all picked a different park. Uh, mine's from Cedar Point. So yep. I'm big on the, the, uh, the posters and the wall art and the decorations and everything like that. So 
Mine is the any of the canvas arts on the Cedar Point shop. I believe prior to this, or, uh, I mean, I know the park's closed right now, but the past couple of years they've been sold in that like art gallery on the Frontier Trail. Yes. Yeah, Frontier Studio. So there's a cool like disaster transport one. There's a, a Gemini one, a Whitewater Landing, a Gatekeeper. So they're really cool, and they have that old retro design that I like. And they're only like, I think they're like seventy five dollars. So like they're kind of expensive, but it's also like a good like. Big it's Christmas quality. Gift. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and then, cool. uh, how do how do we get to that page, Kyle? What's the what's the uh, website address? The uh, the website is cedarpointonlineshop.com. And then if you're specifically looking for the the canvases, there's a drop-down menu that says all categories. And then uh, there's one that says home and decor. It's in there. Well, there you go. Yeah, I there's... really love like the parks focus on making, and this is all the Cedar Fair parks, making merchandise that is um, like not dorky to hang up in your home. Like it's actually like tasteful. Yeah. It's not like, oh, it's just a coaster and blah, blah. You know, you would want to show like your non-coaster. Like I've shown my non-coaster friends and all of my non-coaster friends have liked some of the made to throw shirts that I wear or, mm-hmm. you know, something of like that. It's got really good taste. And it's like, it's you know, actually art and not just like, here's the coaster logo and yeah. some stats. Right. <laughs> yeah. Carson right. can tell you we have like a double gallery wall of made to thrills in our living room. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're too high so all good. the way across. From what? Looks really, Point, really good. Uh, Cedar Point, Kings Island. There's a couple from Knots in there. There's uh, lots of Disney. Lots of Disney. There's none from Canada's Wonderland, but uh, well, yeah. Speaking of Canada's Wonderland, see what <laughs> I did? I set you up. That's good. Yeah. And I picked up on it. I was really smart. <laughs> um, so Canada's Wonderland, like what? Within the last week, just came out with their, I think their first line of Made to Thrill. Yeah, it is their coaster. first, and I think there's five. It's either four or five. I think four. Um, yeah. So it's Leviathan, Behemoth, their Giga and Hyper Coasters, if you're comparing to Kings Island, Orion, and Diamondback, um, if you, in case you don't know anything about Canada Wonderland. Um, the Bat, which is actually their Boomerang Coaster. Mm-hmm. And what was the last one? Oh, Yukon Striker, their Dive Coaster. And just like everything else from Made to Thrill, we've definitely plugged them enough on our podcast. They look fantastic. And they continue to look even better than their last series of posters every single time they come out with some. I know Dorney has some too. Um, this expanding bit, Knots, maybe. Um, oh, Carowinds does. There's, they're all so There's nice. also a couple non-Cedar Fair parks that have them too, like um, Holiday, World. Holiday World. Yeah. And even yeah. if even if the parks um, have not like license made to thrill to, mm-hmm. to say like this is the ride name, like I have a couple in my room. I'm looking at one right now of of Mako, and it doesn't tell you it's Mako. It it's just Orlando, says Orlando, Florida. Yep, Orlando, Florida, 2017 or whatever. Yeah, um, and they have Cedar Fa- Cedar Fair ones that are like that too. Like yeah, that from Sandusky, Ohio. Or, yeah, it was before they they got the Cedar Fair deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, my mom has the Beast and Mystic Timbers, but they're unlicensed and just says Mason, Ohio, and those are all equally yeah. as nice as the ones yeah. that they do for the parks. So check out the Made to Thrill website and check out the any of the Cedar Fair um, I, I will, websites for those. I will say mm-hmm. definitely check out the Made to Thrill site. <laughs> uh, however, mm-hmm. most all of the Cedar Fair uh, prints are exclusive to the Cedar Fair shops. So like, yes. you can go online to Made to Thrill's website and look at all of the prints from 
Cedar Fair and Knott's and Kings Island, but you can't actually buy them. You have to buy them through the park. Yep. Right. For sure. And then I will go next, and this is going to be Kings Island. So Kings Island, um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but Cedar Point came out with a pretty much like a 150th like book of like photographs and things that they came out with, like a coffee ta- or a coffee table book um, that you can look through and look at all the pictures and stuff and everything. Well, Kings Island just recently, within the last few days, um, released one. It's called Kings Island: A Photographic Journey. Um, looking through that on their website, you can see like all kinds of different pictures. Um, you know, Kings Island just had its 50th birthday, so you can see like what it used to look like back in the day. Um, a lot of colored photos and stuff. Uh, I'm really excited to. I'm actually when I when I'm at the park this this uh, this weekend, I'm actually going to pick this up because it looks really cool. Because yeah. it says there's you know there's over 200 pages of colored photos. There's concept art and blueprints. It looks so, really cool. I know um, it's seventy. It's seventy five dollars, so it's a little bit pricey. But if you buy it now on Kings Island's website, and if you buy it before, let's see. Uh, so if we have this air either tonight or tomorrow, it says if you get like their ground shipping, it is guaranteed by Christmas. Um, but if it doesn't come before Christmas, like I said, print out a placeholder, you know, print out a Kings Island logo or Cedar Point logo or whatever and be like, hey, I got you something. It didn't come for Christmas, yeah. but you'll be surprised here in the next few you days. Order it by noon on the 14th, though. They're saying it will get yes. here by Christmas. Um, and then also if you order it by the um, – New Year's by uh, 12-31-22, you actually get 10% off when you buy it online, huh. which is kind of cool. So, you know. There's you know, your uh, pass holder discount. <laughs> yeah, so you get your pass holder discount online, which is really cool. But then, again, like, also, like, go to, you know, go to all the other Cedar Fair parks. Um, They've got a ton. Like, Cedar Fair parks, especially Cedar Point, they're adding, like, tons of different ornaments, ride ornaments, Snoopy ornaments, peanut ornaments, um, all kinds of different ride collections, hoodies, jackets, T-shirts, and, and just on Kings Island's website, on also, um, you know, all, all the other Cedar Fair parks. So, yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. And like I said, if it won't come before Christmas, at least uh, at least you'll be able to um, you'll be able to check them out. And uh, and yeah, so, yeah, you know, you could uh, you could do that or you could use uh, Karsten's courier service. That's what I'm going to do. That seems like the easier option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 for Can sure buy this for me please yeah and driver, right. your car gets good gas you guys mileage. you guys laugh but that text is coming mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hey you want to come in <laughs> can i add something that i completely forgot about that i don't know is if it's on the website or not yeah i watched you type it into down. the sh- i watched you type it into the show notes so it must be really important so i don't know it's really stupid and but it's cheap and it, i don't think it's on the king's island website so if you are old enough to know to have gone to Coney Island, the park that spawned Kings Island, or if you're just a coaster dork and know about old amusement parks, the Kings Island up in the, I think it's called KI gear, the one right up in the main entrance. Yeah, that's what that, off to the left? Uh, as you're coming into the park, yes, the left. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's the gear shop or whatever they call it. So... They have this little this uh, book called Coney Island or Goodbye Coney Island Goodbye or something. It's like seven bucks, and it looks. I swear, Kings Island must have like found this in an attic somewhere. It's mm. definitely from like the '80s. It's got like that old book smell, but it's like that coffee table book that 
Kings Island is produced, but for Con- for Coney Island for oh, that's Coney. cool. Yeah, it's like seven or eight bucks. Okay. Most of them have like water damage on them, <laughs> like they're super like beat up and stuff. And Kings Island's clearly just trying to get rid of them. But if you find a decent copy, it's it's cool for some historical pictures of a Cincinnati landmark. So yeah, that's a, look that's for that a good online. Find. But if not, if you go to Winterfest, definitely go go buy them. I already got my copy. So. I'm gonna definitely buy that for sure. That's cool. Yes. See, it was important, Kyle. Yeah, that I, was. Yeah. I watched you type in. I have something to talk about, and then delete it. So like, I wasn't sure, but yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't want like, I don't know. Oh, good. For our, for our I archives, didn't, I didn't want to. Add you guys that. are like blowing my mind. I didn't realize we had like live notes going through through the yep. <laughs> through the podcast. So well, the, better uh, than sending messages and having ding. Well, ding. the, the show notes true, yeah. the show notes we use every week. You know the. If anyone wants it behind the scenes, we use a Google uh, Docs form, so it's editable between all of us, and uh, we get live updates. So like, I can watch <laughs> you like type in and then misspell something, and then like backstroke a couple times. Uh, Kyle, that is, explains not why the show what... notes turn yellow throughout the day, throughout the podcast. Yeah, Kyle's been doing that. <laughs> yeah, every every time we talk about something, I mark it yellow. That way, I know we hit it. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> All right, so the last thing we have to talk about, uh, I apologize, Evan, because this is not going to be super fun to you, but the last two topics oh, well. are Florida-based. I love hearing about it because it just gets <laughs> me hyped for whenever I go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to start this story, and then you can jump in, Karsten. But yeah. uh, it was like two Wednesdays ago. I get a call at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon from Karsten, <laughs> and, and that's how you know it's important because he doesn't call me very much, especially in the middle of the day. <laughs> And I was like, what the, what the hell is he talking? Like, what's he want? So I call him back and he's like, huh, Hey, so uh, a lot just happened and uh, I'm coming down this weekend. Can I stay with you? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. No, yeah, for sure. Keep going, Where'd Kyle. Go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but Justin needed a few more flights to get to that. Like, next level of Delta rewards. So this was kind of like he was burning a weekend trip, buying two fares. Um, So they, they came down, Justin and, you know, our announcer, Justin and Carson came down to visit and uh, we went to Bush gardens, Tampa, as well as I want to take a couple minutes and talk about the antique mall. We went to on the way to Bush gardens, Tampa. Go Uh, for it. Yeah. So Bush Tampa was kind of the main reason for their trip. Uh, They got a convertible, which you kind of want to explain how that (laughs) happened. Yeah, so uh, I'm like, well, so we're like flying first class because Justin's like that high up on on the list. And so (laughs) we're like, um, I'm like, Justin, like before the trip, I'm like, we should totally get a convertible. Like we're going to the we're going we're going to Florida. It's going to be really, really nice out unless it rains, which it rains all the time there. But I'm like, why don't we get a convertible? He goes, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, no, really? Come on, let's do it. So we got over there and then um, like. I was like, we like walked around the lot. He goes, he's like, I can get anything. Like, that's how high he is on the list again. And I'm like, well, let's get a convertible. He's like, all right, let's go look for one. We didn't see one. So we asked the lady, I'm like, do you guys have any more convertibles? She goes, oh yeah, just one second. We're like, really? She's like, yeah. So like 15 minutes later, she pulls up with a convertible and we're like, that's all right, Justin. That's it. He goes, oh my gosh. I'm like, he's like, we're not going to be able to have room for like Kyle, Dean and Abby. I'm like, Oh well, they'll have to drive them separate. We're we're getting a convertible. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so they, they rolled into my uh, my parking lot with a convertible, a blue Mustang. Yep. Oh, my God. And let me tell you, for those two, driving the, like, 65 miles from my apartment to Bush Gardens, Tampa Bay was probably pretty fun. But for <laughs> me, I could not hear a damn thing. And I also did not have, like, the windshield to protect me. So I was just – I was like, what? What are you guys talking about? Huh? Well, that was great because I'd be talking to you and all of a sudden you'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. And I'm like, I have, I'm like in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think Kyle, I don't feel like he knows exactly what I'm saying. I think he's just agreeing. Yeah. All his hair's all like messed up and all everywhere. And he's like, this is great. I'm like, you want to switch? You're like, no. So uh, on the way to, uh, we were all very like, you know, this is the last minute trip. We didn't do any planning. We're not going to put yeah. a whole lot of pressure on anything we do. Uh, so we, we kind of took our sweet time getting to Bush Gardens, Tampa. And from my apartment to Bush, Tampa, it is about exactly an hour, like on the dot. Yeah. Um. So about 30 minutes in, we pass a town called Lakeland. And Lakeland has an antique mall. And it is where all of the theme park props from... Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, all those places. Uh, end but up. we really need to em- emphasize Disney, 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 it, it, it is Disney. Mo- it is mostly Disney and then Lots also also a lot of Universal. But, yeah, um, super cool. Yeah, Universal yeah. used to do that themselves. You know, they had the uh, – they called it the Williams of Hollywood. We called it the prop shop. But mm-hmm. um, uh, since that has gone away, all of that stuff has kind of found its way to uh, the Lakeland Antique Mall. So it, it is huge. And I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know, Evan, if you know how an antique mall works, but it's all independent vendors and you rent out mm-hmm. booth space. Um, so it's all of these like theme park collectors and they just rent booth space and sell props. And I don't know how they get their hands on some of it. Like right as soon as you walk in the door when we were there, there was a big raptor from Jurassic, the Velocicoaster. So like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know who got that. The ride just opened. Yeah, but it was all like, beat up and like there was some some of the siding was missing on it so um maybe it was from the hurricane honestly it might have been there were like ride vehicles from old disney dark rides there was like park use props and i mean i did want you to get that one that was like thirty five thousand dollars but yeah they had they had a ride vehicle for magic kingdom that they wanted thirty five thousand dollars for that one. <laughs> for, um, for, from what ride uh one of the little spinny like they call it Astro Orbiter. It's a little oh, okay, like yeah. spinny rocket ride. Yeah, I um, remember that ride. I mean, that'd be a great like, hey, come on over to the apartment. Make sure you take a selfie in our awesome, cool like ride vehicle. Yeah. Could start charging for photos. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Justin doing what he does, he's like, uh, there was a lot of um, of the hotel rooms from uh, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, like the bedside tables and the bed frames and everything. He's like, Oh yeah, no wonder that there's like 50 of these. I just sold them all new beds last week. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so it's it's really cool. It's it's it, some of the stuff is pretty expensive, and some of it's also kind of cheap. So it really just depends. But if you're ever driving through Lakeland, it's right off I four, like literally right off the exit. It's huge. You can spend like five hours there if you wanted to. We only spent like an hour, but that's uh, super helpful. Yeah, it was it was. I was super wondering cool. why you guys got to the park so late, but like that makes sense, and it's an yeah. totally worthy. Yeah, and then we kept driving to Busch Gardens Tampa with apparently everybody else in Florida because I have never seen that park that busy. Good God. That was, was nice slammed. and busy for sure. It was. The parking lot was almost 100% full, which normally when you go to Busch Gardens Tampa, you're the only person there. So that was like our first red flag. 
and then um I mean it was it was just crazy packed. So thanks to Justin's uh, platinum pass, we got half off quick queue. So we all bought unlimited quick queue for like fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, which includes uh, one ride on Iron Gwazi, but we actually got two because we went and we did it once. And then towards the end of the night, I was like, let's just go up and play dumb and scan our quick queue again and see if it works. And it did. They let us on again. <laughs> cool. Yep. It was great. Right off, probably figured eh, it was busy enough today. We all dealt with a lot. Might as well, well. The thing was, is when we scanned it, it was like a green. So you know, they, they uh, works out. The, the first as time as Tampa was fixing that bug as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. The first time we went on Iron Gwazi, the first time we went on, like I don't know if they scanned it. They just like took it away from us for a minute and like walked behind a wall and came back. So. We, you know, we're walking up to try to scan this thing. Like park closes in five minutes, and I thought they were just gonna look at it and send us through. And they they get our scanner out, and I'm like, oh, we're done for. Like this is it. Nope, we're gonna get turned mm-hmm. away. And I watched her scan Carson's, and it turned green. And she's like, all right, you're good to go. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, well, if 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 uh, if you guys aren't green, I'll see you guys at the exit. <laughs> see you in five minutes. Yeah, and uh credit to bush gardens where, where where credit is due um it, it was a very busy day and for the most part their operations on all other rides except iron Gwazi were like pretty good uh iron Gwazi didn't have a grouper to merge the uh quick queue and regular line so it was kind of a free-for-all in station and then yeah that was a little interesting yeah and then they only had two station attendants so like their load procedure is kind of weird. So you go through and everybody buckles and then they go through and check everybody's seat. And then you go put a, push down the lap bar and then they go back there and check everybody's seat again. Um, and so weird. yeah. And iron Gwazi isn't the most, um, I, I don't know a good way to say this. It's not very fat friendly. So people have a, people have a problem with not fitting on the ride. Uh, yep. so the first time we rode iron Gwazi, we were hitting like four minute dispatches. It was just abysmal. Ouch. Yeah. Um, but again, credit where credit is due. Uh, at the end of the night, we went back and they had a grouper and they had four seat checkers and they had two people on controls and they were just banging out trains. So they were oh, flying. They must have hit it during break, their break time or something. No, two is the norm. Every time I've gone oh, to Bush really? Gardens, Tampa, two has been the norm. I, I, I got to ask, and I think we mentioned this on the last episode, but RMCs have been around for a while and they all have like the standard, like just don't pull down your own lap bar, but like, they don't they don't do what Bush Gardens is doing with it. Why is Bush Gardens feeling the need to be so different and slower with it? Well, uh, fun fact, most theme parks in the country um, comply with a outside compliance di- um, division called IROC, hmm. International Ride Operation Certification. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what determines things like safe zones and operating right. procedures and stuff like that. Um, Bush Gardens does not do that. So they're a little more free in the way that they operate their rides. Like, um, some of their buttons, not like safety critical buttons, but some of their like, you know, gate buttons are, you know, easily accessible to guests if they wanted to, they could just kind of reach over and touch them. And, um, they don't do like the thumbs up all clear, you know, they don't do that announcing. They just send the ride. Um, so the way Mm -hmm. that the Bush SeaWorld chain operates their rides is, pretty different from the way that most other parks in the country operate purely because they are not part of the uh, IROC because 
you don't have to do it. It's just kind of normally if you do IROC, you get a lower insurance premium on your rides because you're being more safe, but there's no law that says you have to be, you have to be compliant. And I guess God forbid something does happen. The fact that they're not with IROC probably would look pretty bad. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Not to say that their ride operations are any less safe than any other park in the country. If anything, they sound like they're more safe the way they're doing Glossy. Yeah, it's just they do things a little bit differently. Um, Interesting. But the review that probably most of you are dying to hear is how Carson liked Iron Glossy. (laughs) Well, Kyle, I'm sorry to say this, but it's definitely not my number one. Yeah, I figured. I just, I really love that thing. I can see why it is your number one, though, because it's really, I don't know, it's really, really, it's intense, but it's not like, so how I can categorize it as, is Iron Gwazi is intense, but Steel Vengeance is intense, insane kind of thing. Like, it's got the the added onto it kind of thing. Like, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking, like, uh, it's it, it 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 is relentless. It is very forceful and very good, but it is not crazy intense and ejector crazy like Steel Vengeance. Like it feels like you're right. Like Steel Vengeance to to kind of break it down a little bit. It almost feels like you're like a bull rider and like the bull is trying to like get you off of the, off of him. To where still uh, to where Iron Gwazi's like okay, well you're riding along and you're just I mean it's not nonchalantly but it's it's yeah. very you know so that's just to I break it down like that I guess. at least that's, that's that that's my opinion and I yeah. know some other people like you Kyle and See, other people have said it's better so my opinion is exactly what you said that it is and that's why you like it better yeah it's super intense and super fast but it doesn't toss you around and make you you know like it is very reliable or rewritable though yeah i would definitely that's why that's why i like it i steel vengeance is awesome and it's really good and like let's be honest it whether or not it's my number one or not which who knows i I don't even know if it is or not but it's one of the best roller coasters in the country i mean probably the world but for me i get tired after riding that thing because you're constantly you're you're constantly bracing and getting tossed and thrown and yeah. iron guazi is you know just as fast and just as tall and just as steep but it doesn't throw you around like a rag doll and it makes it more mm-hmm. rewritable that's why i like it better it that's definitely how i felt about zadra when i was in poland it was great it was good you know can't yeah. can't complain with it very smooth like obviously just like steel vengeance you know and it's fun so you know. Yeah. So we got, you know, we oh. got our two Iron Gwazi rides. We got uh, Cobra's Curse. We got two One Cheetah Hunt. We got Montu. We got uh, Kumba. oh, no, nah, we didn't do Kumba. What's what's a Tigress? We did we did Tigress. Tigress. We didn't do Scorpion. Shikra still down. Shikra was still yeah, down. Yeah, Shikra was still down. But I mean, cool. it, I mean, all in all, we spent like four and a half hours there, and it was a great time. I had a lot of fun. oh yeah, yeah. Like we it. we definitely killed the park with how much time we had and how busy I have, it was. I have never seen that park with half that many people in it, let alone how many people were in it. I mean, good, you know, kind of like you were talking about, um, Evan, good on Bush Gardens for something marketing wise worked because people were there, people were spending money. Like it was, it was a good night for yeah. them. Um, yep, for sure. And then we came home and, uh, 
you know, slept and slept in the next day. And then we went to SeaWorld the next day and got Carson his second new credit of the trip, Icebreaker. Yep. That's a fun little ride. I definitely would love to see Cedar Point or Kings Island or a Cedar Fair Park or or parks that are by us. Like something within good. like three or four hours, please. Yeah, it's good. It's it, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like going for like forward, you're like, OK, cool, whatever. And then you go backwards and you don't expect that airtime hump before you go uh, up. Yeah, they put the a back. tiny little airtime hill. When you're going back, I've been saying about Pantheon. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a, I don't know. It, it gets you. It just gives you all the feels, all the the butterflies, and all the every like everything that you'd want in like a coaster. And then you're like all giddily, giggly, and and you're just like, oh, I don't know what's going on, and you know, just going back and forth. And it's very fast, like how it switches track back and forth yeah. and everything. It's a good coaster oh, though. It's so it's a, it's solid. Evan for for. Yeah. Uh, for comparison for you, since you haven't been on Icebreaker, um, it's very similar to the backwards airtime on Pantheon, but it is more uh, snappy and it's more intense because it is a smaller element and a compact coaster. Oh, okay. Because I thought the Pantheon one was pretty, pretty break your legs off. I guess I'm just going to have to go down to Busch Gardens Williamsburg and settle it, settle it and only, see which one's more poppier or snappier. <laughs> only a couple people will understand this and neither of you will, but some of our listeners might. I got a little bit of a gut on me and the, the airtime on icebreaker like will rip my gut out from underneath the lap bar and then just plop it down on top. Like that's how intense the backwards airtime is. <laughs> hey, you know, that's a good, that, that puts it in perspective, I guess. Yeah. Like that's Question. how, that's how intense it is. Yeah. Go. Does it have it the comfort collars? It does. Yeah. And they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, you don't really notice them, Evan. You really don't. I, don't. I didn't. I don't mind the comfort collars. I just I mind a lot how narrow those seats are. You cannot yeah. fit your legs through them. Yeah. yeah. You need to be like those are I don't know. weird trains. I don't even know. Like even even Kennywood Skyrocket, which is the same train without the comfort collars, it's just weird. But Kennywood Skyrocket is still as narrow. Like you can't. Sh- I don't understand not room to walk. You- how you can't yeah. add a few more inches either way to like let your legs freaking through or just look at other manufacturers trains and just scrap this idea like if, if you're like i think it's it's like that because they want to make sure that your ankles are secure but like okay well then why don't we like i don't know have some kind of mechanism that comes in and cl- clasps your ankles or something that way you you can have free movement because oh. i'm like literally i'm like pulling half my pants off trying to get off the freaking coaster like and oh my gosh old premier trains like flight of fear like what it and uh backlot stunt coaster like why are there trains like yeah. this i don't know and then uh, we'll have to we'll have to have them on and we can ask that question yeah, yeah there we go <laughs> The only yeah. other ride that we did at SeaWorld that day was Mako. Um, besides yeah. Mako and Icebreaker, we did a couple um, aquarium exhibits. Like we did the the sharks, and uh, we went to the big Stingray reef tank by Manta. That was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but it was a real low stress. Just kind of, eh. We're here for the fun of it. What we get done is what we get done. It was uh, literally a day trip. <laughs> it was that's what it, really what it was. Yeah, I mean, so, you, Justin, the next time that you uh, have a flights you want to use, <laughs> well, my goodness. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but since that trip, Justin has already been back to Orlando. 
<laughs> really? he, yes. he, he went home. He flew home on Sunday, like back to Detroit, and then flew back to Orlando that Wednesday. Well, he's also, like life. I said, he's he, you're, he's trying to get that, that flight status. Um, He's also flying, I can't remember when, I think it's like the week before Christmas, so next week. Um, He's flying to Atlanta, hanging around the airport for like five or six hours, and then flying back, so. <laughs> well, is that, he was in Dallas this weekend, wasn't he? That was for yeah, work. He's, yeah, he's all over. He's so you might, cool you might see our, our awesome favorite neighborhood announcer, Justin, so. If you ever hear anybody on the phone like the rundown on fun, it's Justin. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and uh, Kylie, so you, uh, so you got to go to an awesome, uh, awesome Mickey's what Christmas party? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the only other thing I have to talk about is uh, what we did on Sunday, which was Mickey's very merry Christmas party over at Magic Kingdom. Uh, so Disney is good for doing these. Um, they call them parties. These kind of kind of after hours but not really events where they close the park early so like they close the park at like six o'clock and then they sell you a ticket to come back in but there's certain like perks and benefits so for the christmas party uh i mean i'm not gonna lie it was it was expensive it was over 150 dollars for like a six hour party um wow okay but it probably went till like midnight or something right It, it went from uh you could get into the park the park closed at six you could get into the park at four. So in addition to buying the party tickets, you got like the last two or three hours of park operation to do what you, you wanted. Like a wristband or something. Yeah, you got a wristband. Um, but what makes these parties so cool is the fact that they do a special fireworks show and a special parade and special stage shows. And you can meet and greet different kinds of characters. They normally give things out for free. So for the Christmas party... There was a brand new fireworks show that they only run during the party, and, and think about that for think about that for a second. A Disney fireworks show, they go all out. So you know they probably spent just for our night alone in pyrotechnics, probably about one hundred fifty thousand dollars on that show. Wow! Just for one show. Just for this one... will never happen again. Well, I mean the party happens like three times a week, but oh okay. <laughs> but you know just just for was that... there was there a lot of people at this party? So. A normal day, the Magic Kingdom capacity is about ninety thousand people. Um, okay. They they cap this. God. They cap this party at twenty thousand. So it's okay. it, it feels very dead, and the waits for the rides are not long. Um, is the whole park open? The whole so park. The whole park. Essentially, is open. it's like Wild Frontier Nights, kind of right. Kind of, but there's a there's a lot more to do. So okay, the whole park's open. I already told you we got the the special the special fireworks show. There is a special parade, like a 35-minute parade that, again, they only run during the party. Um, everybody for going in the gate got a free ornament, like a free nice metal Christmas ornament that said Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2022. Nice. Oh, that's nice. cool. Um, you got a free poster, like a free 11 by 14 print of the Christmas party, like logo and, and Mickey and Minnie in front of the That's castle. Cool. And then the biggest value factor for most people would be that at Vic, at Mickey's very Merry Christmas party, you get unlimited free cookies, hot chocolate, eggnog, and apple cider. Eggnog. Oh Ooh. Uh, it's not alcoholic because you know, um, <laughs> I don't need alcohol on my eggnog. I just like when I worked at Starbucks, I get a Trenta size eggnog and literally would just drink the, drink all of that <laughs> yeah so throughout the park you got they had, the apple cider throughout the park they had like seven of what they called the the like treat trails or whatever 
where you go up and you literally just walk up to the window and they're like, hi, how many cookies do you want? Uh, 10. All right, here's 10 cookies. How many hot chocolates do you want? Four. Okay, here's four hot chocolates. Um, So we got into the habit of every time we went to get Oh, and uh, the cookies too, they're different at each one of the six locations. So like one of them is a sugar cookie and the other one's a frosted and the other one's snickerdoodle oh and the other one's, okay. the other one's okay. gingerbread, you know, like stuff like that. That's so cool. So we got- Are these homemade cookies or are they- So they are not like the crappy manufactured cookies. They actually get them from like, I think it's like Cheryl's Bakery. Like it's a worldwide thing. Oh, so it's like a bakery that like makes them so they're like- they're not they're they're, they're not homemade, but they can make a big bunch of them at a time. Correct, and they are okay. also individually wrapped. Um, you know, just for like cross contamination purposes and and gluten allergies and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so we got wow. into the habit of when we went up to get a cookie, we get like two or three extra and stuff them in Dean's backpack. So at the end of the night, we got home and we just dumped out the mountain of cookies, and we had over seventy five cookies. <laughs> Now, now the real question is, and everybody's wondering what that's listening is how many cookies are left? Uh, quite a few. I was we, actually going to ask that. We, um, <laughs> probably like sixty. We haven't eaten that many because you know when, when you have like six hours of cookie eaten as much as you can eat, you're kind of sick of them for a few days. <laughs> yeah. The only cookie that I get at an amusement park is like a, the Coaster Mania cookie that's like wrapped and it's like you know. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it snows throughout the entire event. Like it snows wow. on Main Street, and uh, there's special characters you can meet that like aren't out in the parks at other that times. You guys get to meet Pooh, right? Yeah, so we met Pooh and all his friends from the Hundred Acre Woods. Uh, they're not usually out during the day. Um, hmm. We met a couple other characters that like only come out for Christmas, and they're all all the characters when they are out for Christmas, they're wearing Christmas gear. Um, oh wow! So it's cute. It, like I I don't That's the want- extra step. Yeah, I don't want to downplay. Like it, it, it was an expensive ticket, and you know, if you try to take yeah, a family, yeah, but it sounds of four, like I mean, you you said you said you get a poster, you get an ornament, you get as many cookies as you want, you get, you get basically hot chocolate, which you don't hours. need in Florida because it's not cold. Yeah, and you get uh, the you get the special shows and entertainment. Yeah. So and it, for you said what for like six hours? Yeah. Uh, so I could have gotten in. So? I could have gotten into the park at three o'clock. Okay. And it went on until midnight. That's not, that's really, that's and good. And plus you said there's only like 20,000 people in the park. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not bad. If you want to just ride, like, it's just like wild frontier nights. It's like buy a hundred dollar ticket oh, and, and, I, and ride the, you know, ride the rides. Yeah. I forgot a really cool part too. A lot of the rides have Christmas overlays that only operate during um, oh, the Christmas God. party. So like space mountain, Disney. if we're talking about space mountain, the, the ride building has like projections of like a rocket on it and it's like lit up red and green. And then you go into the ride and normally it's like pitch black. No, there's like lasers and lights just pulsing like red and green and Christmas colors. And they're blasting like Christmas rave music. It's so much fun. Well, you guys got room in that in that room behind you. I'm I'm gonna move in (laughs) for the holidays. Yeah. Um (laughs) Evan, and you wanna join? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely it's definitely not something that you have to do multiple times a year. Um but it sounds like it though. Well, the thing is, you know, I know that 20,000 people sounds like a lot, but at a park built for 90, that's not that many. No. Yeah. So yeah. the thing is, you when, can, and when most people are just are there for the shows and stuff and the food, yeah, you, you want to go off and ride rides. Yeah. You can pretty much get like, like everything done. Um, 
and, like, and that's just at uh, which park did you say it was? So that is at Magic Kingdom. So they do two of these parties. They do Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, and they also do Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. The Halloween is the same kind of idea. Interchange everything I said except for the cookies. It's candy. You get to go trick or treating inside the park. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So uh, I love it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been up to. It was a lot of fun. I need to get to Florida. Right. Evan, you, get you, those credits. you tell me a weekend that you want to come down and we'll make it happen. I know. <laughs> well, you got well, see, in return you gotta tell my wallet to make it happen. Hey, I mean, you well, know you know you got a place to stay. That, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. you don't have to worry cheaper, about but you don't have to worry about a flight or a car because Kyle could be both of those. I, I mean, not a flight. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, a place to st- a place to yeah. stay, a place to stay, it's, and uh, it's and, the and it's the it's over one hundred dollars to get into any of those parks for a day. That's just yeah, that's we, true. I'm not going to talk about it on air, um, but we have a lot of economical ways for you to get into these parks for very very cheap. I was thinking about that. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I don't I'm know about you. I'm glad you offered that up first. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it feels like we've been recording forever. I guess when it we almost, don't record for two weeks. I was going to say, it almost sounds like we're going to, we're going to use, we're also, we're, we're going to bring out uh, Kyle's credit card and he's going to buy you some tickets. Hmm. That was not what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, he can if he wants. If anybody, if anybody wants to donate listening to the show, <laughs> well, all right. Try to go fund me. So here's Evan here's the deal. Orlando. Here's the deal. Starting January one, we're gonna put out a Patreon, right? And that Patreon that'll fund your Orlando vacation. Yes. Can we actually do it and see how many suckers give me money? We gotta we gotta think of some perks to do that. You get a you get a water bottle with a sticker on. It. Maybe we maybe we actually ask the fans on. Well, it doesn't really work a whole lot on Facebook for like asking questions per se, like as in like polls, but like maybe we can do something like either a like actual go have them go to a link and say, hey, what do you like and what do you don't like about the podcast? And would you pay a few extra dollars to do something? And what what um, what would you want in return for giving us a dollar, two dollars, whatever? Yeah, kind of. We'll talk. Anyways, yeah. behind the scenes again for people that are still yeah, yeah right. So, <laughs> like, if if for instance, like we put it be like, do you guys like to hear about what happens behind the scenes? Heck no, it's stupid, and I don't want to hear about that. I just want to hear about coasters and riding Cedar Point rides and stop talking about Florida. Like, okay. <laughs> so this actually, but, but don't say that. I like talking about Florida. <laughs> no, I mean, what else are you going to talk about in the off season if we want to keep this going? I mean, obviously we talk about Cedar Point during the season and Kings Island and all you know all that stuff. But yeah. like when there's not a ton of, well, ton we, of don't news, wanna, we, we don't want to alienate Kyle because he lives in and, Florida, right? Sure. And also we we post it at, or we talk about the stuff at the end of the podcast. So if you're still listening, it's kind of like a little bonus, little episode, yeah. you know. Yeah, and this is actually a pretty important episode for us. This is our 20th episode. Woo woo. And Finally for, made it. For those of you who have been listening for all 20, for probably 10 of those, I promised you guys outro music and like an actual yes. outro announcement. And that is debuting Finally. tonight. Finally. Wow. So it finally happened. I think we've droned on. Kyle. Yeah, I think we've droned on long enough. So I'm going to click play. And uh, we're going to have about 35 seconds of lead time before Justin takes us out. 
And the, the, the big noticeable change is I am no longer going to say my famous catchphrase. Uh, that is going to come from Justin. So That's all awesome. right. here we go. I totally That's haven't good. heard it yet. But it all, all it took was uh, Justin driving away to Florida in a convertible to Kyle's <laughs> house and to record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, thank you all, all right. for sticking around. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week. We'll try to squeeze in one more. But if we don't talk to you, Merry Christmas. Yep. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All of them. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's almost Thanks, Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you all. And we will see you next week, hopefully. Good night. And we're going to let night, Justin guys. take it away. Thank you for listening to the Rundown on Farm. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things Cedar Fair. As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.